Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Podcaster's Log, episode 224. Yes, it's a recap. I am stranded in time. My podcast co-host Zach invented a time travel machine and it sent me all the way back to 1920. Each week I've got to review one movie from one of those years then go on to the next year. My co-host Zach appears in the body of of random historical figures and we do a podcast. I'm also travelling with a young orphan boy that we sometimes shoot to put the guests inside. It's complicated, don't worry about it. Mm, and there's Harry Grindle Matthews, my arch nemesis. What a bad bloke. He's changing time with technology that he shouldn't have. If I ever run into him again, I'm gonna punch him, probably. Oh yes, and my name is Sandro. That's probably important for the recap. Last thing that I remember, I was on a pirate ship. Forced to walk the plank into a portal. I wonder where I fell. Let's find out now. Imagine a year where pirate movies are the new big thing. They will never stop being popular. We're gonna get pirate movies forever and ever and ever. God, I hope not. <laughs> what year is that, Sandra? 1935. My accent is very inconsistent. Yar! for a podcast oh we're recording hello hello and welcome to oldie but a good whole the floor is moving am i on a fucking ship again hello and welcome to oldie but a goodie my name's sandro i'm traveling through time it's 1935 i i just time time mishaps and just shenanigans going on i'm back here watching movies and uh last week i was on a ship and it seems like i'm on a ship again this week i i need to go up to deck hello is anyone here is anyone here on this ship Ja, comrade! Oh my god, who are you? Where where am I? What is this? Greetings, von Comrade. I am Felix von Luckerman, and welcome to my fine vessel. Yeah, are you Russian? What is... As German. As rough German. Uh, cl- close enough, I guess. Yes, welcome to the SMS Seedler. Seedler? Can I just point out that you're a bunch of seamen on the... The seedler? You're on a seedler, and the seedler's full of semen. The seedler's full of se- I'm just saying it sounds pretty funny. Ha ha ha, it's a cum joke. Maybe for an Englishman such as yourself, but for a German, we do not find your English so funny. Your, your accent's incredibly inconsistent. I don't know what you're talking about. I am definitely German. Definitely and German. And not an American famous inventor. 
your your beard. The listeners can't see this. Your beard is like falling off you. Uh, I suffer from uh, uh, beard baldness. <laughs> that's that's not a thing. Why am I coughing? Oh my god. That was probably the hard drugs you ingested. I ingested hard drugs. When did I ingest hard drugs? You fell into a barrel of hard drugs. <laughs> I fell into a barrel of opium? It is the 30s. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. That is, that is the trade. Oh, right. You're a part of the opium trade, are you? Uh, uh, probably. Probably? Okay. Uh, Oh, your beard fell on the floor. Oh, no, God. Uh, uh, pick that up. Uh, don't make fun of you. I have leukemia. Hang on a second. I recognize that jawline anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I am a fine German sailor. and you're... Your voice! Oh, your no. voice! You're my arch nemesis, Harry Grindle Matthews! Da, ah, da, da. I knew I couldn't fool you for very long. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a reveal. Yes, I've revealed on an audio platform that I had, in fact, it is me, Harry Grindle Matthews. Oh, my God. We had we had five episodes without you in your back. What dastardly planet. Why are you on a ship, Harry Grindle Matthews? Well, you see, I, I saw your intercorporeal portal and I thought I'd interrupt it by, uh, you know, diverting it to my own ship. And, well... This ship, it's a, it's a very important ship to me. I'm on vacation. Oh, you're on vacation from taking over the world and time and everything. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I thought, you know, these episodes take a year apart, right? Canonically. For, for you, yeah. For me, it's a week. For you, it's like a week, but for me, canonically, it's like a year. And I've been working in the last couple of years on corrupting the future. So I thought I'd take, you know, a nice break, you know, with barrels of opium. You're on your gap year. 1935 yeah, was gap Harry Grindle Matthews' gap year. Yeah, look, I just I just thought I'd teleport you in, you know, say hello. I saw you, your portal, thought I did, you know, see, guess we're enemies. Well, I need to get Zack in here, so I guess, like, you're on break, though, so you're not going to take any plans out of his head, right? Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm totally on break, and I would not do anything evil on break. That's work. And I said to my missus, no work. Your missus? You've got a missus? Yes. Um. Oh, no. Kesha. Kesha? Oh, right, the singer, because time is fucked. Actually, no, Oprah. There we go. Oh, why not? Fuck it up. Yeah, 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 I've decided Oprah's funnier. What? <laughs> you can't just base who you marry because of who's funnier. I absolutely can. I'm Harry Grindel Matthews, and I have many wives in the future. Do you, do you want a drink? Yeah, I'll have a drink. Yeah, all right. I'll get you a drink. You zap Zach to be Actually, I can't do it. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, we're on a ship. Weren't we on a ship last week? Yeah, we're on another ship. We're a bunch of seamen inside the Seedler. It's kind of funny, isn't it? That is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, we're reviewing the movie Captain Blood from 1935. It's another pirate movie because, Zach, before there were superhero movies, there were westerns. And before there were westerns, there were pirate movies. That's and true. And pirate movies are the big thing right now. We did Treasure Island, now we're doing this one. Pirate movies, all the pirates all the time. So many pirates. Yar.
Uh, and Captain Blood is what we're doing this week. We're going to do non-spoilers and then spoilers. Zach, what the fuck did you think of Captain Blood? <laughs> I am. Whoa. I've been on a ship pumped full of opium for a week. I yeah, am yeah. All... You sound. You sound like you're on opium right now. It may sound like I've just come back from work doing two shows back to back and then immediately going into podcasting, but I'm not. I'm just pumped full of opium. <laughs> That's pumped what's happening. Full of opium. Yeah, I mean, that checks out. That checks out. Ah! <laughs> okay, come down, come down. Here, have a drink. I have this drink somehow. It's got opium in it too. I'm throwing it on the floor. Oh yeah, that sounds like, uh... Wait a minute. This is Harry Grindel Matthews. What's he doing out here? Uh, he's on a gap here. I don't fucking know. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I, we probably should put a recap at the start of this episode if he's in it again. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, well... This was a this is a fun pirate movie. Arr. This was very like what I'd expect Princess Bride, like the first half of Princess Bride, if we ever got to Saw or the whole thing where he becomes a pirate. Oh, that's what I was thinking the whole film too. I was like, this guy's just the, the guy from Princess Bride. <laughs> Princess Bride. I was thinking that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty sure in some interviews, I think, yeah, Carrie Elways, who plays the Dread Pirate Roberts, he based his performance off of Errol Flynn, and Errol wow. Flynn, like, known for Robin Hood in a few years, he... Ah, uh, yeah, he would make a great Robin Hood. Yeah, and it's the same director as this movie as well, they both made Robin Hood, but, um, this is kind of like his big breakout. He is the swashbuckler, I'd say, the romantic swashbuckler. Oh, absolutely. This is, uh, this is like a, a more, I don't know how to say it, more like typical hero version of a Jack Sparrow, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. More like a, more like a basic classic hero. He's less black and white and more just kind of, you know, good rather than good and bad. Although he, he, he is a pirate. He's an outlaw and stealing things, you know, not necessarily a good guy, but obviously in the hearts of the viewer and... The movie director, definitely a good guy. And in the end, pretty much, I, I would say, a pretty black and white case of he's a good guy. He's, yeah, he is a good guy. It's a fun time. I really enjoyed this this pirate adventure. Arr, I think it's pretty good. There's some parts of it where I'm like, interesting choices. But it's also all mostly based on historical fact as well. Like, the first half is based on a real guy called Henry Pittman, who was the soldier mm. who did what our main character in this movie does and ended up doing the same thing, except he didn't become a pirate. He was just captured by pirates. He didn't choose to join them, but ah. um, pretty much the same, like the same setup. Like this is based on almost based on history, which is pretty, pretty cool. Makes it pretty good. That That is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And non-spoilery. Mm. It's not really racist. Or misogynistic? Uh, it's a bit... It's, it's. I mean, it's not misogynistic, but the female character gets nothing to do. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not misogynistic, but it doesn't really favour... It's a, it's a very much, you know, man-focused movie. For sure. That the female character does not get much to do. She is really just a kind of damsel that gets drawn along by everything. So it's not great in that aspect. But on the racism side, not really that racist, I'd no. say. Considering that um, the general, I think we mentioned it last week, and I guess it's not spoilers, the general setup is he is sold as a slave. Um, yes. Because of various political reasons. And you'd be like, 
oh, this film's going to be racist when you see that, but it isn't really. Although it's not exactly inclusive, is it? But it doesn't have white people playing non-white people. Yeah. And that's better than some of the movies we've watched. Yeah. So Now, I guess it's more like, because the technical term would be penal uh, penal work, colony, a penal col- colony. They're not necessarily slightly. It's like you're you're like a criminal, and then you get sold to a to a plantation instead of being killed because it's cheaper. Um, that's kind of what happens here. Which, yeah, like the fact that they keep saying slaves, I'm like, eh, maybe they probably shouldn't be saying that. But it's the 30s, so that they didn't really. <laughs> well, I mean, they were slaves essentially. They didn't get much of a choice. So no, th- the film is surprisingly enough not racist, uh, not that misogynistic. The only thing here that I think doesn't... Like, the action's not amazing. Okay, okay. Is what I thought. I thought the action was, like... Aside from the ending, with some pretty epic ship fights, it was very, like, people just kind of waving their swords around and <laughs> barely touching each other. Oh, uh, yeah. I I disagree, though. To be fair, I think there wasn't much action till the end. No, no way. I just say, I just say, the first half doesn't actually have much action, so it can't really be criticized on the action. Mm. Like what, uh, what action was there? There isn't really anything until yeah, the halfway point. And I'd say the last part of the action was quite good. There was like one like jewel scene, which was pretty good. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it wasn't you know the most choreographed best fight ever, but it was it was fun. Yeah. And then I think the last action scene was pretty good. I think it was good too. Maybe too long. This is a two-hour film, which aside from Metropolis is the longest movie we've done this year. Yeah. And like. It, I, I don't think it's too long, though. I think it's a pretty good length. This is... Yeah, maybe, maybe like, 10, 10, 15 minutes could it be cut out of just kind of fluff. But also, the fluff is like, I like all the characters, so I yeah, kind of yeah, don't exactly. want to cut the fluff, it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, didn't, it didn't ruin the story. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, nothing felt super unnecessary. Like, I'm just thinking, like, there were some scenes where it was just, like, a scene for the scene itself. But honestly, I think it was all pretty good yeah it was good it was good and a great lead performance from errol flynn who is australian australian he's one of ours Woo! he came from tasmania so it technically counts he's one of ours suck it england yeah he uh he was he was born in tassie uh tassie if you are unfamiliar it is a uh, tiny island also known as tasmania oh yeah Tasmania. Uh, it's a small <laughs> island off the bottom of, uh, well, of v- Victoria, right at the bottom, the bottom right of Australia, and we make fun of them a bunch. But Errol Flynn, he's he, he's one of the good ones. He's he's one of the good Tasmanians. <laughs> he used to say, so he used to say that he was related, like he was like he was the descendant of some of the bounty mutineers like the mutiny on the bounty story he was always like i'm uh, i come from them (laughs) he doesn't (laughs) he does not yeah 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 um yeah he he was quite popular he he was uh one of the first i guess action heroes it it kind of yeah he's very he's very charismatic so i could see why yeah he's 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 the uh crisp rat of his era you know i hate to admit it but he does give off chris pratt and guardians energy during this whole film yeah 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 he is the uh like famous star of his era his his handsome boy 
Henry Cavill, you know. He's, yeah. He's got that vibe. I mean, this movie is very quippy. It's a funny film. It does feel at points like a Marvel movie because it's just quips and quips and quips on quips. That's true. <laughs> but I think that's also just like the 30s style of humor as well. Like that's, you know, like it's not like modern day humor. Star Lord, who's that? You know, it's not like that sort of humor. But it is very quippy. This whole film, it's just like, he's just saying one-liners. He's saying things that sound deep, but they're meant to be a joke. You're meant to be like, lol, that's kind of dumb that he just said that. He's saying one-liners. It's good. It's good. I like him a lot. He's good in this. Yeah. Cool actor. I like him. Thumbs up. Good movie. Good action. I like the story as well. Mm-hmm. It's a nice story. Um, as you said, based on uh, some true event. Yes, it's based off a novel that's like vaguely true-ish, aside from the whole pirate stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's pretty solid. I liked it a lot. It is good. It it feels very Treasure Islandy in that, like, it's it's like it's like a classic yeah. story, except we don't really see versions of Captain Blood, but we see versions of this style of story still, which is which is pretty good. Yeah. I uh, I think I will definitely give it a goodie. Yep. This is this is this is like I just want an adventure movie with some pirates and some fighting and uh, a nice wee story. Uh, very very much a princess bride sort of story. If you've watched that movie, if you haven't, you should go watch that have movie. It. What the fuck is just watch it and then have a listen to the episode we did on it. That was pretty fun. Absolutely. Uh, as a fan of the Princess Bride, I can't say no to this movie. For sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, I was going to say it's one of the better films we've done this year, but I think Frankenstein, King Kong, and this are all like on the same level. I really enjoyed them all. I uh, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed this more than um, more than the Monster Mashes. I think The Mummy was the best out of the three. I think Frankenstein was my favorite out of the three Monster Films, Oh, personally. okay. Yeah, Frankenstein actually was really good. You know what? You may be right. I may take my... I'm just thinking about it. You might be onto something, but I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think, like, King Kong, though, is, like, like that's iconic and really fun. Yeah, And yeah. I think these are both kind of on the same level of, like, oh, wow, this movie from the 30s, like, holds up as a blockbuster today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could edit this just a smidge. Put it out today and people would love it, you know. It really holds up well, I think. It does. It's paced very, very well for a thing from the 30s, which... Although, granted, saying that, it could just be because we have been watching so many old films that we're, like... That's true. ...now used to old pacing. Oh, I I would still... I would still cut 15 minutes out of it. And then, I don't know. The, the diversity is English and Spanish, which isn't exactly super uh, diverse, no, so pe- maybe... No, Peter Blood's... The character's Irish, Sam. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut your stupid face. <laughs> shut you dumb, stupid mouth. And, there, and there's some, some French men running around. There's some French men. White. Everyone's white, Sandro. <laughs> For the acting across the board in this is great. Um, I liked, yeah, the actress who plays Arabella... Uh, she reunited with Errol Flynn also in Robin Hood. So, like, Robin Hood is, like, Errol Flynn, Olivia Halavand, who plays Arabella, and the same director, Michael Curtis, who, by the way, also directed Casablanca. Oh, like, this guy's great. This is a really good director. 
You know what this means, right? What does this mean? We're going to have to do Robin Hood later on this year. Uh, if right? nothing else came out that year that we want to do, I am totally down to do Robin Hood as well, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I think that film's in colour. Ooh. I think, I think Robin Hood's in colour. That could be good. Casablanca, though, I prefer the Looney Tunes version. That is a joke. <laughs> that is a joke. <laughs> The uh, opinions of the host do not reflect the opinions of the host. <laughs> yes. Please take everything he says with a grain of soap. Salt. He is on opium right now. A grain of soap. Grain of soap. He's on opium right now. Wash your mouth out with a grain of soap. Uh, I'm giving it a goodie too. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a goodie. Well, hey there, it's me, Silly McSeller, and I've been practicing my Australian accent. <clears throat> G'day, mate. Put some shrimp on the barbie, aye. All love, all love, hey, Andy. Yeehaw! Well, I've got a bunch of great stuff to sell for you today, and by great stuff, I mean one thing. Bonus episodes on Patreon by Sandro and Zach. There's a new episode on Deuce Bigelow 2. Here's a clip for your ear holes. We are, I mean, actually... We're not sorry, you chose this, so... Yeah, 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 fuck you for choosing Juice Bigelow, even though I voted for Juice Bigelow, <laughs> because I wanted to see Sandro suffer. Now I'm suffering and it's not funny anymore. That's right. The joke is over. <laughs> the joke never started, actually. <laughs> the joke never began. Well, doesn't that sound bloody brilliant for you? Put it in your face and, and stuff. Yeah, oldie but a goodie. Uh, wait, what is the URL? <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod get that bonus content add free episodes up there too this is wild oh i'm an australian yeehaw i'm gonna drink a furfies let's just spoilers because i i just spoilers (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right you need to stop drinking whatever's in that mug because yeah you're right i think it's just opium (laughs) pure opium Oh my god! Woo. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to do a train spotting next week and just go dry and lose my mind. Jump into a toilet, probably kill an infant. That only makes sense if you've seen what? the movie Train Spotting. <laughs> yeah, no. If you haven't, that sounds fucked. <laughs> it did. But the main character is Ewan McGregor, so you should probably watch it. Good film. Oh my god! All right, yar. It's a dread Captain Blood, but. He's not. He's not so. He's not so captainy. He's not so evil. He's not so scary as a pirate at the moment, because he's a doctor. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like Treasure Island had a bunch of like the pirate cliches in it, like an early version of the pirate talk. It had the plank. It had the parrot. This is like realistic pirates. This is not something that we see anymore. If someone's making a pirate movie, they're not making it like this. Yeah, yeah. Definitely some some cool historical things. Like that whole like business ledger that Paris had where like all the gold's divided up, you can't, you know, do this. That's a lot of that's true. Yeah, like you lose an arm and you get this much gold from the plunder yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you get compensated yeah. for it, you know, people who withheld get get marooned, you know. Yeah. People who uh, like mistreat women. Yep. You know? That is all true, which is like surprising. I don't think pirate crews would have been this friendly. No, not necessarily. Like, this is a very well kept group of pirates. Yeah, not necessarily, but some might have been. 
you see, I think a lot of uh, the uh, mainstay media is very anti-pirate back in the day, you know? Mm. hundred years ago, you know? All those British kings, all those English kings are going, brruh, 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 all these pirates suck. They're taking all my gold. You know what? I'm going to write this book. I'm going to commission a book where these pirates are pieces of shit. Ah, pieces Fuck of them. shit. We write the stories here. <laughs> what is this character, anyway? <laughs> I'm an English king. All right. I think pirates might have been gentlemen. Um, they might have been scholars. We wouldn't know, Sandro. We wouldn't know because you shouldn't trust anything that's like history or like historical related. Don't, don't trust, trust it. any history book you've ever read. You don't. Take it all with a grain of soap. Grain of soap. Exactly. Every single history thing. Wash your mind yep. with a grain of soap and everything shall become clear. Every single history book ever written is probably mostly not true. But there's grains of truth in there. Exactly. But it's just like... You, you have to look at it with the fact that every history book will have biases as well. Of course. But yes, we've got an Irish doctor. Hey, top of the morning to you, I'm Peter Blood. Ah, uh, that was Scottish? I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, he, um... But he, he, he speaks like an Englishman because he lives in England, right? Yes. Because the actor is Australian who was living in America playing an Englishman. This is... This is, this is acting. Yeah, now, to be fair, I said this movie wasn't very multicultural. Mm. But holy crap, that's a lot of multiculture right there. That's like three different sorts of white people. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a very shitty Napoleon ice cream, you know? <laughs> Just vanilla, 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 vanilla. One of them is more tanned than the other, but they're all just yeah. vanilla. One of them tastes vaguely of beer. That's the Australian one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, mate, that's a VB vanilla. It's the vanilla bitter. But yeah, he is called late at night to help uh, a guy who was a part of the rebellion, the Monmouth Rebellion, which is the name. I've got all the historical details up, um, also known as the Pitchfork Rebellion. A bunch of people who were trying to kill King James II because he was a piece of shit. All kings are bad. All kings A-cab. bad. Or you might want to hold off on those things before the coronation happens in a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> you know, all kings are bad. All kings are bad. It's a cab with a K. All kings are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is the best time to criticize the kings while there still isn't a king. There still isn't a king, and then there will be a king, and then you're gonna have to, you know, be careful. The entire royal family as well. I'm just like, don't want that. But you're right. We are sponsored by them. So we will have to be positive towards the king after the coronation. Yeah, exactly. I'm super pro-monarchy. Yes. Use the promo code INCEST to get 20% (laughs) off. Of your Dutch <laughs> products. <laughs> yeah. Of, of your box set of fucking Doctor Who. I don't know. Just something British. Something British. Hell, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. But he's arrested, Zach. He's he's helping this man, and then he's arrested because King James II is like, everyone who was in the rebellion gets arrested, including those who are helping them. Yeah, but of course, the, he didn't really care that he was a rebel. He was just like, this person needs help. Classic doctor thing. He's helping a person in need, and then he's like, well, these people won't arrest me. We'll be fine, because, you know, I'm just a God-faring man, just healing a wounded. There's no way I'd get arrested. Well, he gets arrested. He gets arrested. 
Oh, he calls his old maid a vinegary virgin. Yes. I just wrote that down. Captain Blood was going through his Joker arc, all right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> through his... Well, his Joker arc will, will come up, but first, he's got to be sent to the penal colonies. Oh, my God. I love the scene where he's in court, though, and he's like, Yeah, but yeah. I did fucking nothing. And they're like, We don't care. And he's like, Okay, judge, I'm a doctor. You're dying, you fucking idiot. You're dying. Look at you. You're dying, you dumb cunt. And then the <laughs> judge is like, Shut up. I love that he gave zero shits as well. Yeah. He was just going full ham and it was like, Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't give a shit if you're, if you're a thing. I'm an innocent man. What the fuck are you gonna do? Hang me? And they're like, "Hey, fuck you! We're gonna hang you." Mm, I really enjoyed that. I like, I like that scene a lot, and I also like the scene after that, which I think is someone going up to King James the Second, like, "You should sell these people you're gonna kill and make money." And he's played it's like it's like a parody. It's like it, it's a farce. He's played like a joke, and I'm like, "This movie is great." Yeah, because like this is great. This is really good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so instead of being hanged, he is sent to the penal colonies. Instead of being hung, no, it's hanged. <laughs> uh, I bet he's well hung. Um, King James? <laughs> oh, you mean Captain Blood. Yeah, no, for sure. He's got that BDE, for sure. Yeah, Captain Blood. No, I wasn't saying King James. No, I meant Blood. I'm moving on with the fucking story, Sandro. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, instead of being hanged or hung and or hung... I mean... <laughs> He's, uh, I think he can. I think we can all agree. Captain Blood can get it for sure. They're sold to the West Indies. They're sold uh, over there in Port Royal or Royale, however, however you want to say it. Again, to characters who are a joke. The old man with gout is like a joke. Yeah. The colonel is a joke. It's like this is funny because he goes up to Blood and Blood's like. Aha, uh-huh, you're a fucking idiot. And he's like, I'm gonna send you to the mines. I'm not buying you. And then Arabella is like, haha, he cute, actually. I'm gonna buy him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this uh, funny sequence of events where uh, he's checking out the slaves for purchasing and everyone's like, ooh, bad guy. But then he checks out good old Captain Blood over here and Captain Blood's given nothing. He won't open his mouth so he can check his mouth. He doesn't move when he's hit. Yep. And he just mocks the man. And he's like, oh, I'll send you to the... I'll fucking send you to the... Mind you, die. And the niece is like, ha ha, he funny, handsome man. I'll purchase him. And the uncle's like, don't spend money on the scoundrel. And she's like, nah, but I will though. I will though. And this is interesting because later in the movie, Chekhov's buying your partner. Mm. Blood has to buy her. How about that? They both have to buy each other, and that's how you know it's true love. When there's a power imbalance, twice. Yeah, yeah, It's interesting, because he is also ungrateful when he's purchased. Oh, and so is she. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, and it makes sense as to why someone would be ungrateful. No one likes to be purchased. No, it's a bad thing, actually. The slave trade, bad thing. Hot take? Whoa, hot take slaves bad? Okay, well, saves your hot takes for outside the podcast, Hunter. (laughs) I won't. Oh, and I just remembered, Zach, during the 20s, like the late 20s and the early 30s, we we were doing movies where the rebellion was the bad guys. But now we're doing movies where the rebellion is the good guys. Because it makes sense. 
Because they're the underdogs. Yeah. And usually they have to fight because they're under tyranny and stress and, you know, a dictatorship. So it makes sense. I don't know if I like the romance in this, though. Like, you're comparing it to The Princess Bride, and yes, they are very similar. Yeah. And I think it's because it's the 30s. So, like, the idea of, like, what romance is is still very, very, uh, what's the right word? Um, it's just aged a lot. <laughs> it's just aged yes, a lot. Yes, it's certainly aged poorly. It's, it's the classic, like, damsel in distress sort of thing, which nowadays we go, ugh, whatever, you know. But also the actors do have chemistry. So the movie is kind of, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, the, rom- the romantic stuff... I take it or leave it, but the actors work well together, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it from the middle point onwards, their story. I don't like the start with them in the, like, in the plantation. I'm like, eh. Although, no, she does get him the job to help the guy with gout. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in two minds about the well, romantic yeah. story in general. I'm like, eh. I, I, I like, I because uh, I like he, instead of being grateful and, you know, kissing up to her, he's like, hey, fuck you, lady, as well. I don't give a shit that you bought me. You guys shouldn't be having fucking slaves, assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just doesn't give a shit for the first half of this movie, and it's fantastic. It is good. It is good. And she's like, well, you ungrateful piece of shit. Fuck you. Mm. And then they're both like, fuck you. But it also bring, brings them together where she's like, oh, yeah, there is another doctor. And she brings him in. And even then, he's ungrateful. Yeah, he's still ungrateful. And I like how fucking sassy he is. He's like, ha ha ha, oh, I'm going to get this gout out of you. I'm going to bleed it out of you, even if I have to kill you. He's a sassy, sassy, sassy man. Um, But, like, he meets up with her and then he's like, nah, fuck you. I don't care. I'm still your fucking slave. Yeah. But then he kind of turns around at the end to apologize, I think. He he starts to feel, he's starting to feel the feelings towards her. Mm. And he's starting to regret. He turns to take back his things, but she's already left. And he's like, ah, whatever. You know, I said it now. I think, like, what it grows to is good. But the start, I'm like, eh. I don't know. But also, yeah, again, it's the 30s. It's the same with King Kong. Like, the romance subplot in that first King Kong, it's like, I love you, ma'am, but you hate women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's very much like, oh, right, we're in the 30s. Yeah, it certainly improved over that, I feel. It has gotten slightly better. Still has a little bit to go. So, yeah, there's a, like, that's the only thing that I think hasn't aged well out of this whole movie, because aside from that, I think it's fantastic. Like, when they start to craft that escape plan, they're like, we're going to escape, we're going to start to escape, but oh no, Ooh, yes. Colonel Bishop's like, oh no, it, it, it's one of you, Mr. Navigator, Jeremy Pitt, gonna flog you. Yeah. Oh no, oh, it's painful, don't do it, don't flog people. <laughs> I don't know what my point is, this is my hot take, don't flog people, I mean, I guess. no, 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 You're, that could be your opinion, I'm pro-flogging, I think we should You're have- You're pro-flogging? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the uh, views of the hosts do not reflect the views of the hosts. I mean, if it's consensual flogging, sure. Maybe, maybe that's a bit of uh, Harry Grindel Matthews coming <laughs> out of me, Harry you know, Grindel. pro pro flogging. I think we should bring back the stocks, but not for people who wait. Twitter is basically the stocks now. Yeah, because people just point and laugh at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I agree. We should bring back the stocks, and every time someone 
tweet something that's really bad, okay. they should be put in the stocks so we can throw vegetables at them. So J.K. Rowling's just constantly in the stocks. Is that what this is? She's just constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and here's the problem: sometimes Twitter gets gets mad at the wrong people. Yeah, true. And they would be throwing veggies at just everyone. Here's the problem: Twitter users would just throw vegetables at everyone. <laughs> You're right. They wouldn't care. They wouldn't care about the people in the stocks. They'd just fucking throw them at everyone. No, for sure. It's like it's like James Gunn's in there one week and then he's hired again by Marvel. I'm like, oh, what's going on? These stocks are so inconsistent. We should never give Twitter users vegetables. <laughs> it's too much power for them. No, all Twitter users should stay off Rotten Tomatoes, is what we're saying. <laughs> Absolutely, get away from the Rotten Tomatoes. That sacred website. Uh, they plan to go on the open seas, but oh no, they get captured by the evil colonel and they, they whip him. They whip him. If only some sort of deus ex machina could happen right about now to cause them to be able to escape. Well, woohoo, those are some foghorns. The Spanish pirates are attacking and Errol Flynn basically looks at the camera and says, now Whoa, that's what I- woohoo. <laughs> There's some foghorns. That's not. It's not. It's not. It's not what he says. He says. Now that's what I call a timely interruption. Now that's what I call a timely interruption. The Spanish pirates come aboard. They kill pretty much everyone. There's lots of destruction. Lots yeah. of death. And then they, And then they all get drunk. They all get plastered. So Captain Blood's like, I'm gonna steal your ship, you fuckheads. They did a classic mistake of they sent all their people to fight on the land and left people to guard the ship. And the guards on the ship are like, hey, let's get plastered yeah. like idiots. Because well, what, what, they're not able to go party. Yeah. They're not able to go party. They're not able to go on land. So they're like, eh, let's get wasted. And so our new Captain Blood, because he is a captain now, he uh, takes over the Spanish ship. And when the Spaniards come after they've uh, taken over the island, after they uh, come to get back their ship... They've all woken up in barrels of opium after a night out partying. Yep. Uh, the Spanish come to uh, take back their ship and they get blown out of the water. Boom! Yep. And then Colonel Bishop is like, My God, our men have taken the ship. And then he goes to the ship and he's like, It's the... It's all my slaves. They've taken over the ship. Good work, boys. You're getting some s- some extra food for this one. Yeah. And obviously, everyone on the ship hates him. So they're like, let's kill him. And Captain Blood's like, nah, just chuck him overboard. He can swim back home. It'll be embarrassing for him. His reputation will be ruined. And so that's what they do. And so then he's like, I've got to find them. Now his character arc is just, I don't care about my responsibilities. I've got to find and kill Captain Blood. That's his... Or arrest, I guess. Arrest is probably more like it. But yeah, he's now, like, incredibly angry at these uh, at these ex-slaves. Oh, absolutely. He's like, I'm gonna get you, Captain Blood. If the last thing I do, I'll hunt you down for the rest of my life. And then they go off and become pirates. Famous pirates. Absolutely. Cut to a couple of months later with a king. The king is like, ah, this damn Captain Blood. Yes. Oh, he's causing me so much problems. I hate that Captain Blood. Bloody blood. fucking... I'm a king. I probably banged my sister. (laughs) What what are you saying, King J? Oh, my God. You're in... Ah, shut up, subordinate. Oh, my God. What are you going to do about this? 
problem. Give me a solution right now. Uh, we try and, uh, uh, I, I don't know. All right, you're being hanged. Next person. You, you are my stewards. You've obviously got a solution for this Captain Blood problem. Yes, Come up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I do indeed. I reckon we should go kill the pirates. We should kill the pirates. Okay, but how are you going to do that? We we obviously get the kill the pirate thing, but how are we how are we going to do that? How in the movie did they solve this problem, subordinate? Uh that Captain Bishop guy seems to really hate Captain Blood. How about he leads the charge? You know what? That's an excellent idea. Draw me up a draft and I'll sign it. Woo! Oh, I can't draw. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Execute the child yeah, yeah. and move on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that's what happens. Uh, Colonel Bishop is now governor of that area, and he's in charge of stopping the pirate menace. Meanwhile, uh, damsel in distress. Oh yeah, she's sent off to England. And they almost attack her ship. Captain Blood almost attacked her ship. I but... liked that scene. Yeah, 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 that was cool, that was cool, where they had that little sort of brush of fate. Mm. Then they decide, nah, we'll go to Tuga. Tortuga, yeah, Tortuga. So... The rest of the movie Tartuga. basically takes place in the Caribbean, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Hey, but for Caribbean, because I mean, like that is where all the pirates were hanging out on Tortuga, because the uh, wasn't it like the the governor of Tortuga or something was like, "I kind of fucks with pirates, so they can hang out." <laughs> like, wasn't that kind of <laughs> what it was? No, like it's a good one, just like being like, "Hey, it's places from Pirates of the Caribbean, but in more of like a historical context." I, I thought that was really cool. Yes, um, I will say though, like. So we see his, like, his crew, Captain Blood's crew, and there's, like, the navigator. He's great. He's a good character. I really I really like him. There's the the older drunk guy. They come off a raid, and he's like, I'm going to shoot my toe off so I can get so, some extra money. And they're all like, oh, you little rascal, you little scallywag. You dumbass. Yeah, because they're handing out, and they're doing a thing where it's like, uh, one portion of silver for you. Yeah. One portion plus 400 extra because you lost an arm. You know, uh, 100 uh, and plus 10 because you were super brave. And then he comes along and one portion and no extra for, for you know, that stupid sailor who shot off his own toe two minutes ago. Yeah, he was good. I will say I don't like the the guy who was just there to say random, like, religious quotes. I was like, this guy annoying. What? He's annoying. What? I, he's annoying. Get rid of him. What the fuck? I just don't like him. He's an old man. He's like, bloody treat your neighbor how you want to treat him. And then he kills the guy. And I'm like, what is fucking, why? I like those quotes. I thought that was good. Like the Jonah one, where he's like, and then Jonah was consumed by a whale as the governor's thrown off. And then he's like, I hope. I mean, it was kind of funny, but I was also like, why though? <laughs> the point was, it made the pirates look better. I Yeah, I think that's what I didn't like about it was like, the pirates in this are very American. It's very like, woohoo, America pirates. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're very like clean and friendly and they're not doing anything bad. They're not even getting drunk. You know? Yeah, well, some, well, well, they were getting a little drunk. Maybe. But um, maybe a couple schooners. 
Yeah. I was like, yeah, cringe, whatever he said something. I was like, I don't get him out of here. I, I thought it was fine because they were, but yeah, they're more like quips. And I think it's very quippy. But also, like, if this was like a Marvel movie, I don't know, he'd be saying fucking, I don't know, Star Wars quotes or something. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> be. I could see in a Marvel movie one character just being like super religious. Nah. Maybe not like Christianity. But some sort of religion, you know, you could see that character being in there. So, yeah, they go to Tortuga. Uh, we see a French pirate who's, like, almost as famous as Captain Blood. He wants to be partners with Blood, so they do a competition thing where they're going to go to an island and, like, capture as many people along the way as they can. Is is that what it was? I couldn't quite get what their mission was. They went to meet on an island. They were like, we'll both go meet on an island and capture whoever we can along the way. Is he French? No, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was... No, he was French. Oh, maybe he was French. He was, yeah. Well, he was French because the bad guys are French in the movie, because uh, it was the war. That's true. They they make a deal with uh, him so that they, like, sort of comb the ocean. Yeah. And they'll all, like, they'll spread out, so they cover this wide area. Pretty much they'll catch anyone in this wide area, because they they all sort of go through it and capture everyone. Yeah. Which is a smart strategy, but the idea is they all sign a thing, which is like, we'll share the bounty. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. way, if they work together, they're all guaranteed something. No, for sure. But he immediately regrets this deal. He, yeah, he, immediate, he immediately regrets it. He doesn't actually capture anyone. The French guy only captures Arabella's ship because she's on her way back home. Uh, she just happens to go through the Caribbean and gets captured by Le Frenchman. Le Frenchman. He's the French captain. He's got a French mustache. Uh, I guess he does look a bit like a Spaniard. Like, the kind of go-to facial hair at the time for Spaniards and Frenchmen are... Uh, the same. They have the this whole thing where uh, the Frenchman he manages to capture the uh, ambassador for the king. Yes, she's traveling with Lord Willoughby. Yes, who is the royal emissary for the king? What's he doing? What's he doing? We don't know yet, but it's a big one. Mm, it's, it's a big twist. It's it's a big twist near mm. the end. Yes. And uh, he's traveling, and uh, she she's traveling with him, and oh no, they get captured! Yeah, they get captured by a French man. And taken to this island. And Captain Blood shows up, and he's like, oh, fuck, it's her. Mm, I'm still unfortunately in love with her, but he has to figure out a way to get her from this dirty French man. Mm, the dirty French frog. The frogs. Wasn't that what they... Yeah, they were called the frogs, right? In the war, it was like the frogs. The fuck? I'll look it up while you're explaining the plot. Well, uh, while you're trying to be racist to the French. <laughs> you can't um, be racist towards white people. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's your, your whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. All right. So, uh... Yeah, they were called... The, 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 they were called uh, the frogs during the French Revolutionary War. Because it was like the royalists, I should say. The royalists were the frogs. Mm. And then I forget what the rebellion people were the british people because they were in like red coats they were called the lobsters <laughs> <Very funny. laughs> that's savage that's absolutely savage and i love that yeah uh, i'm anyway. not i'm fine with being racist against the british though fuck them yeah what a bunch lobsters. of fucking lobsters you <laughs> dumbasses all right 
But but Captain Blood proposes, because they go to ransom these two people up for 20,000, right, each, he proposes that whoever's ransoming them should pay everyone else 20,000, like divide up 20,000 to pay everyone, so to guarantee that everyone will get paid. This is a great scene because he's just like, I need to come up with some bullshit right now to try and save her. And it's a great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's some smart bullshit because people agree. They're like, yeah. And so the French uh, pirate guy's like, well, I don't have 20,000. What do you think I'm going to do? And uh, uh, good old pirate, pirate Captain Blood, he's like, well... I've actually been saving all my treasure. I haven't actually spent any of it. That's right. So he pulls out like 20,000 worth of uh, pearls. Yeah. He's like, hey, well, then if you can't pay for her, I shall pay for her and I shall care for her. But the French captain, he's like, no, I don't want to give this lady to this man. Uh, fuck him. Nah, she's got main character energy about her. So I want her. God damn it. To be fair to the rest of the French crew, they're like, what the fuck are you doing, Captain? <laughs> I think it's like the Captain as well. He like He's not quite as famous as Blood, but he wants to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's super, he's super jealous of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he's like, fuck this guy. I challenge him to a duel. Yeah. And so we got a duel. The sword fighting is not choreographed, but it's exciting because I think of the music. Like, the music is so good. Oh, and the surroundings, right? Because they move around a lot. And I think that really added to it. Yeah, there could have been a little better choreography with the swords. In the but 30s, I think, no. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I, I think they did well just sort of bouncing back and forth. For and sure. there were There were sort of quick camera cuts, yeah. which made it seem like it was better sword fighting than it was. And I think that was satisfactory. I, I in fact, quite liked the sword fighting. I, I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, and the music just, oh, that fun that fun adventure music just going off was great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it really is like Chekhov's slave scene. Because it's like she buys him and then he buys her. I like that mirroring. I think that's a really cool idea. I'm not sure if that's from the book or not, but it... It's, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. So anyway, she's like, fuck you, you bought me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Blood wins the duel and kills the other pirate. Oh, yeah, no, obviously. Just, just FYI, because he kicks ass. And, and they, they both seem to be having fun while they were doing it. Even the uh, French, French pirate up to the end. I thought they were going to have a thing where he like surrenders and is like, you know what? I, uh, I admit you're a better fighter. You know what? I'm good. And then... And then he tries to do the sneaky stab, and then he gets killed. But no, we just he just gets killed. And that's something uh, I might have added to that sort of thing. But anyway. I will also point out, a lot of critics at the time were like, it doesn't make sense that he would become a pirate. And I guess it's because it's the 30s, so like pirate movies were just kind of starting out. People weren't really around to the idea of pirates being the good guys. They were usually, like, the bad guys and stuff. So, like, a lot a lot of people were like, it doesn't make sense that Captain Blood would do this. Like, that's a lot of reviews. Is like, the plot and character arcs don't make sense, but it's a fun movie. Which I find very interesting. Like, maybe it would have made more sense if he did surrender and then Captain Blood was like, it's alright. You can go just to really cement that he is a good guy. Yeah. I just I, I just found that very interesting going through some of those older reviews. I was like, huh, times do change. He decides to take them after her 
uh, horrendous rejection of him. She's like, because she's so angry. Fuck you. And he's like, if you don't like me, then we'll take you to the fucking Port Royal then. Fuck you. Yeah, he's a big simp. He's like, I'm going to take you home, even though it's very dangerous because they are all actively looking for pirates. That's like the place where all the pirate hunters are. I'm going to take you home, though. And the crew's like, the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. All the crew's like, yeah, what? And he's like, nah, you heard me to the Port Royal. And they're like, well, Port Royal, post haste, don't want to be late for our hanging, you know. And we got a good quote where one of them's like, this is what comes from sailing the sea with a lovesick madman. Yes, yes. Um, So then they have a bit of a confrontation. Yeah. They have a bit of a thing where they're like, hey, Captain, we're all going to fucking die. And the captain's like... Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, fair cop. Nah, fair cop. I'll take that one. Um, all right, well... You can go wherever you want. Yep. Uh, set sail. I'm clearly not captain anymore. You're in charge. And then, whoa, 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 We didn't say you weren't captain, captain. Yeah. You know, we just we just don't want to go to Port Royal just for one girl. And he's like, you're all right, you're right. We shouldn't do it just for one girl. You guys decide where we go. You guys decide. And they're like, no, 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 no. Captain, captain, you decide where to go. You decide where to go. And he's like, well, I want to go to Port Royal. I honestly think if, like, in any other movie, these long scenes of just him bullshitting people would be annoying. But because he's such a good actor, like, he's so good in this role, and the movie is, like, pretty cleverly written, and it's funny, Mm. I'm like, this is great. I enjoy it more than I think I would, like, if this was in the fucking Treasure Island movie we did last week, I'd be like, I'm bored. <laughs> you know? So then, the yeah, they just go to Port Royal. They're like, we'll just go to Port Royal. Yeah. But, oh my, there's some shenanigans afoot. Shenanigans? Because the port has been taken by the French. Yes. Because the English are revealed to be at war with the French. They're at war with the French because because uh, of the king. Uh, spoilers. The king was kicked out of England and he went to France, and so that meant that they're at war. What? The king is no more. The king that we hated, the king that we rebelled at, he's not in charge anymore. Because there's this whole reveal where the... Uh, the emissary of the king is like, hey, the king's given you a pardon. You guys can become part of the Royal Navy. And they're like, well, we're not going to join up with that smelly old king. We hate that king. We rebelled against that king. Literally, we would die. We would kill all of our friends before joining up this king. And Lord Willoughby's like, oh, that's a shame. King William will be sad. And they're like, King William? What? What? And he's like, oh, haven't you heard? Haven't you heard? Haven't you heard King James was kicked out? He went to France and now King William's the new king and they're a war with France. And they're like, oh, I guess we're pro the king now. Fuck yeah. King William, what a metal guy. He's so cool. We love him. Hell yeah. And also we're anti-French. Fuck the French. <laughs> yeah, fuck those fuck frogs. Em. Sorry. If there's any French listeners, 
I don't know there. Lo- lobsters unite. Fuck the frogs. I don't think it's problematic because it's from a war from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So I think we're fine. Oh, you know, someone's in the comments like, how dare you? Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. And I My say, great, great, great grandfather. <laughs> and I say it's not a slur if you're not oppressed. Uh, that's from my friend, your Millicent Saar. Great comedian. Wow. I took it from her. Great comedian. Great cabaret that she wrote. It won some awards. Uh, it's not a Can't slur. Can't be racist against white people can't be a slur if it's you're not oppressed not a slur if you're not oppressed um i think it's a funny line that means that i can say cracker anyway uh (laughs) (laughs) that's fair no i think that's one slur you can say to be fair (laughs) oh dear they go and they, they fight off the french at port royal and we get like a 15 minute long action sequence that is pretty good for the time, it's pretty good. Did I lose interest? Yes. Yeah, you were you were clearly out because you. It's a long movie, to be fair, and we're reaching the end of it here, so you're probably out of it. I agree. I do like the the bit of battle tactics, though. Oh yeah, I liked how realistic the battle was. Yes, and I loved the 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 boarding scene. I love any movie where it's like pirates swinging from the rafters to get into the other shit. I I love that fucking shit. It's great. Yeah, I just thought that it was too long. This fight was too long. Okay, I enjoyed it though. I liked it. The, they they swung the French flag. Yeah, to sneak up on the French ship. Then they raised the British flags, and they all rushed to the other side of the ship and shot at the French ship. Whenever you say French ship, it sounds like friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And their friendship fucking dies. Sure. If that that friendship gets fucking wrecked. They all die. But there's another one. Another one. And the other one, the other friendship comes over and it's like, hey, uh, fuck you. And they destroy our pirate ship. They destroy Captain Blood's ship. We never got a name for his ship. I don't know. I don't think they ever name his ship. It's probably in the book. Which is a shame. I would have liked to know. But then Captain Blood's like, well, if we don't have a working ship here, we'll just have to take theirs. Men, let's board their ship. And we get a good boarding scene of pirates swinging over and a bit of a bit of a sword fight happens. Yeah. And they manage to save the uh, English colony. They do. They manage to save it. Because, as well, an- another important piece of information is uh, Colonel Bishop is meant to be defending this part of the seas. But obviously, he's now, like, he was given orders by uh, King James to go and hunt pirates. Mm. So there are no men protecting this place either. Yeah, yeah. And he was supposed to be there to protect it, but he went off fighting pirates like a fucking idiot because he hates that one one guy, one Captain Blood. He hates him so much. And he would have got away gotten away with it too if it wasn't for that pesky rebellion. Absolutely. It is a good action scene. I do like the action scene. I th- I don't know I don't know. I did find myself kind of drifting out of it a bit. I think it's just because it's like the cinematography in this movie is very flat. So the action scene is just like, here's this, then we cut to this thing and they're fighting, then this part and they're fighting. It wasn't really filmed in in, in a, like a super interesting way. But also like, it's the 30s, so we'll, like, what are they going to do as well? Yeah. So I don't know, I'm in two minds about it. 
Well, there was the whole ending as well, where you've got the 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 twist that now Captain Blood becomes the governor. I really liked the ending. Yeah, so he's victorious. He, I think, Lord Willoughby is like you're the new governor. He's like you're governor now of this place. Yes. Because he was the emissary of the king, so he has the authority to do that. Yeah. So he grants him governor in place instead yeah. of the guy who abandoned his post. Of Colonel Bishop, who then became Governor Bishop. Yes. Um, and they're like, if you see him, we'll probably arrest him because, um, you know, he kind of abandoned his post because a king told him to go and hunt pirates. <laughs> so, you know... And we get a pretty good scene with Arabella where she's like, I love you. And he's like, did you just say that? And they're like, "Ah, maybe. Ha ha ha. And that was pretty good. And then they decide to play a prank. They play a big prank because mm. uh, Bishop comes back. He comes back home. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? And Lord Willoughby's like, there's a new governor. You're kicked out. Go in there to see him. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go in there to see him. And he comes in and Captain Blood's there and he's like, he's like covering his face. And Arabella's like, no, please have mercy, have mercy. And Bishop's like, what the, what the bloody heck's going on here? What's, what's all this? Oh, uncle, uncle. Oh, I've been begging to the governor to make sure he, he saves your life. Yes, the governor over here. And then Captain Blood lifts his head. He lifts his head and Arabella goes over and they're like, ha we're together and also he's the governor. And um, the fucking look on Bishop's face is amazing. <laughs> yeah, because Captain Blood goes, hi, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> fucking savage. Yeah, like he, like he's like an action hero. It's good. It's, go- it's good swashbuckling time. That's a really good ending to this film uh, with just a big prank. That is Captain Blood. Um... Weirdly, like, this film's not remembered very well. Like, no, like, I don't know anyone who's seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is quite an old film, but certainly, certainly a banger of a film. I think yeah. uh, more people should watch this film because it was, it was quite good. I, I agree. I think it is a damn good one. And yeah, like, with this and Treasure Island from last week, like, there we go. Swashbuckler, pirate genre, full force. Nothing will stop it. Pirate movies forever. <laughs> Nothing will ever stop popular genres in Hollywood. Mars superhero m- movies, they're going to be here forever, just like how the Westerns were and the pirate <laughs> movies were. About that, Sandro. About that, Sandro. Um, in the future, because remember, you're stuck in the past, right? You're making a joke, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the future, you're right. Uh, they only produce pirate-related media oh nowadays. Oh, God, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get back to the future. Well, that's... That's the only good thing in the future. Oh. I think they are making... Aren't they making, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot with Mungo Robbie or something? Oh, fucking probably. Oh, my God. Disney, stop. Yeah, uh, but it's with Mungo Robbie, so it should be good. It should be with Karen Gillan. Fuck yeah. her a pirate thing. That one episode of Doctor Who where she's a pirate? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I just want that, but all the time. <laughs> yeah. That episode wasn't very good, but she was a pretty kick-ass pirate. Give her a pirate movie. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Hello, friends. My name is Patrick Little, host of A Little History Podcast. If you like to learn about history yeah, a little differently, then A Little History Podcast has you sorted. Nothing is off-limits as we tackle some of the well-known and not-so-well-known stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. We've got a house on chicken legs, a bloke with a hundred eyes, a talking frog, plenty of shit kings, and gods and goddesses doing what gods and goddesses do. All this and more is waiting for you just to click away. Sometimes I'll have a guest coming in cold, and sometimes it's just you and me. So drink them if you got them, and join us for a bit of shit talking and a lot of fun. My name is Patrick Little, and this is A Little History Podcast. It's our history, but like you've never heard it before. Now, there's a bunch of other adaptations. Before we come up with a remake, there's a bunch of other adaptations mm-hmm. of Captain Blood. There was a silent one that I forgot to mention from the 20s, but it's silent, so it doesn't count, even though we did a bunch of silent movies and liked them. There's uh, The Fortunes of Captain Blood from the 50s, which is when I think Swashbuckling took like a, a break, maybe, in like the mid 40s and then came back full force in the 50s with the popular the treasure island and then like these ones so there's fortunes of captain blood there's a film called captain pirate from the 50s as well which is based off the sequel novel to captain blood what an original name Mm. what a but that you know captain pirate captain pirate but then in the 60s there was the son of captain blood Mm. which is notable because the lead actor is Sean Flynn, the son of Aaron Flynn. So it's the son of the character played by the son of the actor. Whoa. I was about to make fun of it being like son of Kong. Oh, yeah, true. Like bad. But no, that's actually very cool. It's the actual son of the actor. Yep. Uh, The only review listed on Wikipedia is from the Los Angeles Times, who says, the old magic isn't there. So I guess it's not good. Yeah, it's probably bad. But that's a shame. But that is cool that the the son got to play his dad's role. But we've got to come up with our own version, our own modern day remake of Captain Blood. Uh, we're going to recast five characters. We're going to come up with a director uh, who who comes like immediately any character recast someone that's not Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. It's Chris Pratt. Okay, who else, Who who is your main lead then? If it's not Chris Pratt. I don't... I yeah. hate that I can only see Chris Pratt. Because, like, I don't mind Chris Pratt. He's a bit annoying. Yeah. He's a bit annoying. You could... You could do... Going back to Thor that we talked about earlier. Yeah. You could have a, a handsome man from that movie. Hemsworth? Good old Lord of Thunder. Yeah, Hemsworth. I don't buy Hemsworth as... I don't know. I-, I think you need someone who's not buff. Although, actually, no. If they're if they're slaves, then they would have been bought because they were buff too. Yeah. No. I. That's like the whole point where he's like tapping them on the chests, you know, making sure they're fit and healthy. Like, I also think that this movie has like an exaggerated hero main character, right? For sure. Where he's smart and handsome and strong, right? That's the whole point, right? And also Chris Hemsworth is Australian and Errol Flynn is Australian. Yeah, yeah. Now you're more on my board. Also, long hair. Chris Hemsworth looks good in long hair. He's gone short hair recently. Yep. 
but he also does long hair well. I'm just saying. He's a really good action hero. He's good in um yeah. that extraction. Mo- yeah, you know what? Look, it's not Chris Pratt, but it's Marvel enough for me. So I, that's my vote. Chris Hemsworth is him, but who's the bad guy? Who's Colonel Bishop? Who's Colonel Bishop? Who's the bad fella? He's going to be someone a little bit older. <laughs> Tom Hopper. No. no. Um- <laughs> I think Tom Hopper could be the, the navigator. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I, I kind of wanted him as the pastor, right? <laughs> yeah. Ripped. Yeah. Ripped Bible man. <laughs> Not going to lie. Ever since uh, Firefly, yeah, I always loved the badass preacher characters, which are like preachers, but then they pull out the fucking shoddy and fucking blessed be my son. You know, that sort of... I would love for him to be like this pastor, you know, doing the Bible quotes, and then him fucking yeeting a guy, just fucking destroying a guy, because they're like, oh, it's just this weak old pastor man. I have no idea what that character is called, though. <laughs> is the problem. I don't know what that character's name is. Oh, no, here it is. Here we go. Reverend Uriah Ogle. There you go. Uh, Boom. Yeah, alright, fine. That yep, that's Tom <laughs> Hopper. I, I guess we're not recasting Jeremy Pitt, but we will recast Reverend Uriah. Hell yeah. That's gangster as hell. For the bad guy, I'm like, oh I'm like I gotta be older, but not too much older. I was thinking Peter Capaldi, but maybe too old. Ooh, Peter Capaldi. No, I do He's always a good bad guy. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could do it well. I feel like he could do it well. The thing is, he always looks angry, right? He has this, like, constant, almost angry look on him. So I feel like he would do well as, like, the bad guy who's, like, committed his entire life to hunting down. Oh, you're right, you're right. The pirate. Like, he looks like the guy who's constantly doing that, right? He does look like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any other options? Not Do you have really. I'm just, I'm thinking of people who are good as the bad guy, and I'm, I, ju- I just keep coming back to Peter Capaldi. I don't know. How about you? Anyone come to mind? No. Um, you've got me on the Doctor Who line, so I just thought of every Doctor that ever played. But, um... <laughs> Uh, who I else? Mean, David Tennant could totally pull it off. He's a <laughs> yeah. good bad guy. <laughs> he is a great bad guy. He's the only good bad... He's the only good character in certain movies that have come out. Yeah, true. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, who's the other character in Good Omens? Oh. Who's the other actor in Good Omens? Oh, you want to do Michael Sheen? Oh, <laughs> I can't say no to Michael Sheen. He looks like a British... Like, not royalty, but he's in that, you know, like, he's in that circle, yeah, yeah, but he's also a bit... Because in good, yeah, because in Good Omens, he played, like, more of an aristocratic good boy. Yeah. So, like, you could see him doing that. I agree. With a beard, he could absolutely... Oh, dude. Michael Sheen can get it, and he can get this role. Agreed. Michael Sheen, boom, boom, boom. Uh, who plays his niece? Who plays the love interest? Who's Arabella? Shall we could we could we get a certain certain lady who plays a good piratey role? Maybe have her play more of a main role. Maybe- Karen Gillan! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and we make her more of a pirate in this version as well, I think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I want her to fucking fucking take over a ship. Yeah. And like be like, I I am going to help 
my uncle hunt down this Captain Blood because I'm fucking pissed off that he fucking left. Yep. And then they have this whole, like, rivalry thing, but then she gets captured because she's out there. So instead of her, like, oh, I'm going to fucking the British Isles for no fucking apparent reason, yep. you know, whatever. No, the reason she's out there is because she's fucking hunting pirates. Yes. And she's like this pirate killer, but then she gets captured by the French, right? Mm. And the French want to kill her because she's this pirate hunter, right? I like it. But then he comes in and is like, nah, actually, let's not kill her. Let's ransom her off. And then she's like, fuck you. I came here to kill you. Yeah. But then it's all revealed that, like, he's actually this cool guy and she has to, you know... They have this, like, mini-rebel where she has to convince her crew not to kill the this pirate crew. And there's this, like, this back and forth of the power struggles between them. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, and then we've got one more role that we can recast. I don't know who, who comes to mind. We could do Lord Willoughby, who's there to, to deliver the news. Mmm. Which, although not at the start of the film, we could have him more at the start of the film, but I feel like he has a very important role to play at the end there, right? Lord Willoughby is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I. he has the whole reveal where he um, tells the pirate crew that there's been a new king and all that. He also convinces um, the female lead that the pirate's not such a bad guy. You true, know. true, he true. He is an important character, so I think we should recast him. Sean Bean. <laughs> oh, dude. Sean Bean? Sean Bean's kind of a goat. I kind of like that as well because he comes at near the end of the film. And he dies. <laughs> God damn it. No, Sanjo, you can't kill him off. No. Don't kill Sean Bean. <laughs> you want just a random Sean Bean in this movie? You could have Ian McCallan. I don't know. I don't know who's a good old man for this for this movie. Just pick one. Just pick one. I don't give a... I don't care. Andy Circus. Boom. All right. Andy <laughs> Why not? Why not? I think Andy Circus, underrated actor. Don't you think so? I, I do think so. And do you know who I think should direct this movie? Andy Circus. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, though. Oh, actually, no, that really makes sense as Lord Willoughby, because I think he was, like, one of the Empire men in Andor. Mm. He's in Andor as, like, a sort of... Yeah, that works, actually. That works. Yeah, um, he's he's hitting that age where he would play that sort of well. I feel like he could actually do that really well. I don't... Andy Serkis as a director, I hated Venom 2, which he directed. Yeah, that's fair. Or do we get the guy that directed Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, I mean, that would also work. Oh, that would no. also work. Rob Reiner, who directed Princess Bride. Oh, of course. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Oh, I'm such a fool. He hasn't directed anything since 2017. Yeah, but we, we live in a world where... Uh, like we live in a we live in a world where uh, you know we can we can we can uh, change things up. Yeah, we, uh, we can make things the way we want them. And I want him to direct this film. All right, Rob Reiner uh, directs our remake there of Captured Blood, and that's that's the film. Chris Hemsworth, Karen Gillan, kicking ass, kicking ass against Michael Sheen, but he's not a vampire this time. And you know what's gonna happen? What's going to happen? It's going to be like the new uh, the new Men in Black movie. It's uh, Production's all going to be shit, and it's going to be a terrible movie. 
Oh no, not again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man, that was so disappointing. Fucking man. Man in Black International. Oh, yeah. Chris Hemworth got a bad, bad rap from that one. Well, that's the episode right there. Thanks so much for listening to Oldie Woody Goody hey, again. Hey, Sandra, what? do you know what we've done, though? What have we done? We've given all white casts to this movie that all we white. said needed more diversity. Haven't changed any of the genders of the cast. You're, you're right. You are right. But, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Uh, we just contributed another movie to the <laughs> the patriarchal system that is Hollywood. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, further whitewashed more movie. Anyway. Um, long, long live the king. <laughs> long live whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah, whatever the fuck is his name in. Whatever, who cares? Who cares? He'll die soon. Doesn't matter. We're taking the monarchy off our money anyway. Fuck them. Yeah, we're dropping that sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Don't use promo code incest anymore. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. We don't need it on our, on our money or for our money. Well, that's the episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you like the show... First of all, thank you for liking the show, because that's kind of cool for us, because we don't expect anyone to enjoy this. Yeah, I know I don't. Um, I fucking hate this show. I'm only here for the money. The, money. the king's money. Oh. Give me the king's <laughs> money. Much like how most of Hollywood is sponsored by the military, this podcast is sponsored by the royal family. Oh, shit. No way, dude. I can't believe that anyone would in Hollywood be, be in it for the money. Can't believe that most Marvel movies are sponsored by the US Army? You don't believe that? No comment. <laughs> anyway, that's that's the episode. Uh, thank you to everyone who has rated us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps get the show out in front of more people. Thanks to everyone who has told friends about the show. You are a legend. Uh, really, really cool. Just like Captain Blood, you're doing uh, some good stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Just we- like stealing from people. You're stealing people's time by Yay. recommending this episode. Uh, if you like bonus content, well, we've bloody got some for you. Because out on Wednesday, on, Patreon. on our Patreon, that's right, on our Patreon, there is a new bonus episode coming out this week on Friday the 13th, the final chapter, the end. They yeah, ended the it. last one, the last movie. Yeah. There's going to be no more Friday the 13th after that, you know? They only made four, right? Only four. And not another eight movies. Eight more? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Well, one of them's a remake, so it doesn't really count, I guess. Still ridiculous. That's true. Um, That's up there, patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. You can get your ad-free episodes there, too. Uh, of this main show and that's everything i think i've got to mention which means that zach it's time for you to pick next week's episode as we move into 1936 all right so sandra what what movies have we got to choose from you got dracula's daughter you got dracula's daughter zach dracula's daughter yeah, this is the sequel to dracula we I, we've done a lot of monster movies though you've got anthony albanese sorry Anthony Adverse. Didn't mean to get uh, p- political then. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that movie's about. I just wanted to make a joke about the current Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> Got him. The Charge of the Light Brigade. Oh, that's popular. Yeah, that's a, a major counterman's orders and attacks to avenge previous massacre of men, women, and children. It stars the two leads and the director of Captain Blood. It's, the, it's both. Ah. <laughs> it's the same. There you go. 
Uh, oh, there's Modern Times, the Charlie Chaplin movie where his character, the Tramp, mm. finally speaks and it's all gibberish. Ah, hey, that's Mr. Bean. That would be cool, actually. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we did a Chaplin. I haven't done a Chaplin in a while. Bullets or Ballots? It's a crime genre drama film noir movie. We haven't done a noir movie. That's true. Oh, you've got you've got the Fritz Lang movie Fury, uh, who directed Metropolis. In fact, I think you've even got. I think you've even got a. Isn't there a Hitchcock film as well? Uh, yeah, a Hitchcock film called Sabotage as well could go for one of those popular directors. What about the Gold Diggers of 1937? <laughs> A movie which came out in 1936, oh my God, by the way. ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called The Gold Diggers of 1936. So it's based one year in the future, question mark? What a weird time frame for them to choose. Just one year later. When two investors inform an opportunistic dancer that they can't fund an elderly stage producer's production, she just suggests they get an insurance policy on the producers. I don't... <laughs> Sure. Oh, that's a that's a classic comedy where they're like, let's pull a fucking life insurance on someone and kill them, and then they can't kill them. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. But Sandro, I've got a better idea, and you've you've known this from the start. You know what I want to do? Reefer madness. <laughs> nope, nope. You see, one of the things I remember. Don't pick from- it. Please don't pick it. From the, the the 1900s, as it were, was a very popular character, a very popular hero. Because we've just done an adventure film with a very prominent male hero. Everyone made fun of him, Zach. It's not popular, it's a joke. <laughs> I would say that that's all of Marvel. Zach, it's four hours long. <laughs> four hours that I will enjoy and you will have to suffer through, my friend. Because oh. I... Choose Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon is my pick. Dale Arden and Dr. Alex Zakov visit the planet Mongo to thwart the evil schemes of the Emperor Ming and the Merciless. It's yellow face. Who has set their planet on collision course with Earth. We're doing a racist sci-fi. Zach's chosen a racist sci-fi. Against aliens. It's a it's a it's an English man in like a Fu Manchu outfit. <laughs> it's ra- it's racist. Uh there's only one way to know that, Sandra, and that's by watching all four hours of it. Zach, it's thirteen ep- it's it's a TV show. It's thirteen chapters. It's thirteen episodes. I don't care. I'm not watching care, all of Sandra. this. It's four hours I long. I want to watch Flash Gordon, Sandro. I this is one of the few things. This is like Dracula. The Mummy, uh, Dr. Frankenstein, uh, Nosferatu, like, all these old movies. These are the ones that I envisioned when we said, we are going to watch old movies. Flash Gordon was up there, top top of the list. Flash Gordon, I need to watch Flash Gordon. I want to know what all the fussabaloo's about. I want to watch some some (laughs) sci-fi. I want to watch some classic sci-fi where they fight, you know, uh, the cat girls on Mars or whatever. I need this, Sandro. This is my pick. This is where I make my stand. Fine. It's also my pick this week, so you can't fucking decide. 
technically we don't have a clause saying you can't pick a four-hour cereal. <laughs> so I guess we're doing... But it, but it's fair. If you don't want to watch all of it, that's fine. But I will make an attempt. I will watch all of this. I mean, I like watching classic Doctor Who from the 60s, so I'll probably be able to get through it. I just... <sighs> and we don't have time to watch it together this week because it's still comedy festival when we're recording. So yeah, that's a shame. This oh, one well. would have been good to watch in person, but four hours of us getting pissed and then forgetting it all the morning <laughs> after when we have to record. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was trying to think. We watched. We watched four movies, wasn't it? Treasure Planet. Oh uh, yeah, that whole thing. Titan A. <laughs> Atlantis. Wasn't there a fourth movie? No, it was just those three. It was three movies. Okay, I was trying to remember if there was a fourth movie there. I thought I was too drunk. I mean, I like Flash Gordon. I like the comics and the 80s movies pretty fun because Queen did the soundtrack for some reason. Exactly. You need to, you need to learn to appreciate it better by watching the classics, Sandra. It's, well, it's, it's kind of impressive. Like, the character made his debut in 1934 and then... What two years later they made it into a into a into a movie? That's pretty impressive. Must have been pretty popular. This episode's long enough, so we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh Zach, you gotta eat out of that guy's body. I guess we're not gonna have a huge outro or cliffhanger because Harry Grindle Matthews on vac- like he's on vacation. That is true. He's on vacation, so anything to do with him right now shouldn't affect the plot. That's right. Plot? What do you mean? Adventure. My adventure. <laughs> it's not a plot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I say he's plotting because he's evil, right? True, that's true. Shouldn't affect his plot. Well, I'm going to open the portal. I'm just going to put it on, like, just floating here in the air so I don't have to fucking fall into it again to avoid any yeah, mishaps. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be weird. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was quite interesting. Interesting. I, I, of course, didn't do any evil scheming, but for some reason I really feel like I should revamp pirate movies and make that all of a thing in the future, just pirate movies. You know what? I I disagree with a lot of your stances, Harry Grindle Matthews. You know, we are arch enemies, of course. Of course. But, um... Yes, please, actually. I wouldn't mind some more pirate movies. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to be super misogynistic oh, and have no sake. diverse casting. Oh, no. And you know what? I'm going to buy Twitter as well. That's and I'm going to delete God. all the blue check marks. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck your check marks. Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Not going to. Not doing any evil plotting. I'm on my hiatus. I, I will note it down to do later, though. Uh, at least it'll probably be, be better than Jungle Cruise. So <laughs> You've got me there. All right. Fare thee well, fellow opponent. I shall see you when I'm on duty. Yes, I'll see you in probably five episodes when we do a plot. Absolutely. Fare thee well. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm walking into the portal because that's the episode. Uh, don't forget your orphan. Wow. Oh. I did actually forget about the orphan. <laughs> yeah, you did. Where was the orphan? Where'd you find the orphan? Uh, the orphan was in one of the opium barrels, oh, you know. God. He's been stuck in there a while. Well, I guess we've both got to do a train spotting. Let's go, orphan. We're going to go trip and fall into a toilet or some shit. It's been years since I've seen that movie. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs>